Thank you for joining us on another wonderful episode of Popcorn for Breakfast with your co-host, Kirk. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when uh, you need a friend uh, to carry you. Yeah. And when you're broken on the ground, mm-hmm. you will be found. Wow, that was... <sighs> Kirk, your musical and and theatrical talents have no limits, have no bounds. They just they just continue on for eternity and for that I yes. am I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me this platform not to talk about movies, but to really just get my my creative musical theater out of my body. Yeah. As, from no, I mean that's what we're, that's really what this is. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That yeah. we're, let's not like we know. We all know what this is. Uh <laughs> so yeah, that was good. That was a good little musical feature that you threw our way there. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, as Kirk alluded to dear Evan Hansen trailer, hot off the presses today. Um, for those of you who didn't recognize that little ditty, we will be talking about that trailer. We'll be talking about all sorts of wonderful things during this episode of popcorn for breakfast. Um, we've got a lot going on this week. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, we've got a really fun movie that we're reviewing this week called the Mitchells versus the machines which is available on Netflix. So if you haven't seen that one yet, be sure to check it out on Netflix. It's uh, it's an animated film. It's a fun one. We're, we'll have a nice, fun review for you there. And we've got lots of news to cover as well. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great stream for those of you on the stream, and it's gonna be a great week of episodes for those of you listening on the podcast. How does that sound? Yes, it will be. Yes, it will be. Strap in because we remember we don't do just a one episode drop anymore. If you're Maybe you were not listening for a while. How mm-hmm. dare you? Maybe you were busy and you're like, wait a second. We these episodes you. are shorter, but there's more. And I can consume them in a much more fantastic way. That's what's happening. That's what we're yes. doing. Quantity over quality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like got halfway through that and I was like, oh, nope. Don't want to say that. We, reverse, we, reverse. We decided to take the quality out of our episode <laughs> and just do as many as we can yes. instead. Yes. That's right. We'll just do a uh, hundred episodes every week. So, yes. Speaking yes. of number of episodes, for those of you who usually stream us on YouTube, I apologize. You can't do that tonight. So I hope you found us. I, I tried to I tried to light the beacon, let people know. Um, YouTube has a bug. They were like, "You've reached your stream limit. Please, please try again in twenty four hours." And I was like, "Well, I haven't streamed for an entire week, so I think you are incorrect." And of course, YouTube is well. YouTube is Google, and they're one of those companies that puts up a thousand walls in place of you actually talking to a human being about uh, your issues. They like want to avoid you at all costs. So couldn't get a hold of them. So we'll, we'll figure it out though. We'll figure it out for those yeah. who are YouTube viewers. Another, another strange glitch uh, tonight, which is psh, why not talk about it is that I got like eight notifications from Facebook, probably related to the YouTube issue it uh, is. that we were going live. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was like <laughs> my phone. I also did. I hope. I hope that everybody didn't, because then everyone will hate us and unfollow us. What happened was, in our software Streamyard, you have like I was trying to schedule everything. Yeah, and so it would say like try again. YouTube failed. This usually is just an error. Just try again. So I just kept trying again. Kept trying again. Well, apparently Facebook was like taking all those. And so for all I know, we could have 10 simultaneous streams going on just on Facebook alone mm. right now. So if, if you guys like wake up at 3 a.m. because you're getting an alert that we're live, 
maybe we are. Maybe you we should are. tune in and see if we are. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are. It's just going to be like a closed computer screen. I don't know. It's <laughs> all 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 options are on the table. We'll see. We'll see. Exciting. Yeah. yeah, so we're having all the technical fun this week. Um, I have to say, I want to talk about before we get into stuff, I do want to talk about what we're watching. Uh, yeah. It's going to be hard for me to clear my mind because my mind has been just bombarded with Pokemon for the last few weeks. Just yeah. Pokemon. Just like my three-year-old is just like, he's me. He's turned into me whenever I was his age. Uh, though though three seems early for a Pokemon addiction, but he's all over it. And I spend so much of my mental capacity trying to know who he is from Pokemon, who I am from Pokemon, who the dogs are from Pokemon. Yeah. We all get characters and they change constantly. He's like, I'm Barboach and you're Magikarp. And I'm like, okay, got it. I, I was just Charizard, but now I'm Magikarp. Got it. Let's roll. And then five minutes later, it's something else. It's just, it's pure chaos at this point. Yeah. You see what Marshall strives in is improv. He, he's yes. going to keep you on your feet and he's going to switch you up. He wants you on your toes at all times. Now mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to be any of those. Cause I, uh, my son also big fan loves Pokemon. Yes. I, I know poke, I know Pikachu and sometimes I forget what he looks like. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible student of Pokemon. I try every day to be a little better and I fail. I fail at it hard. I just like, I asked like probably 50 episodes ago at this point, like when does the the phase end where they were like, they're a character all the time. Yeah, and at yeah. least for Marshall, that phase never ends. That phase goes on forever. He is always a character. He is never himself. He is always like, if you're like, Hey Marshall, what's up? He's like, don't call me Marshall. I'm, I'm bingo from puppy dog pals. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But, but Cam, think about that statement. You know, when do we stop? playing someone else mm. i mean in the mm. in the journey of life so what true. are we but a character of ourselves trying <laughs> oh, to get oh. by where's there my pipe is. i need my pipe <laughs> yeah wow that's some deep stuff um it's all brought to you by marshall wiggs the philosopher <laughs> the philosopher yeah he's <laughs> he's pretty deep but i do want to talk about what i've been watching other than pokemon so we're mm-hmm. gonna we're going to bring back a little segment called Popped or Not, where we talk about what we're watching and if it's popped, meaning good, or if it's not. And eventually, I want to get a sound effect. I want to get like a little intro jingle that's like popped or not. And then it, whenever it says popped, it's like a popping sound. And whenever it's not, it's like a fart sound. It's like, ooh, yeah, that's what I want. I like that. I don't that's think we good. have enough farts, fart sounds in, in this show to begin with. So we need to up the ante there no because like we do do we have it on the on the roadie there no but let me tell you that can be done yeah lickety split that's be- that's nothing because if we were making the sounds it would you would just like hear all of the plosives of gus going you know making that sound i won't do it at this moment because i want yeah. to protect your ears but i think that's good i, I think I, and i also like the theme that you did was that an improv theme it was jingle? i just totally made that up <laughs> say it again because i like no, i don't even yeah. remember it now i think i think I just it said, was like popped or not i think it was so simple <laughs> yeah, i think that was it i think that was it but if we just make it louder you know sing it with me on three one two three popped or not yeah. Ooh, Ooh, i like the slowed version well, that's great. That's really great. It's that's that's what you guys are gonna get. Yeah, we need some of that. We need more of that. And it needs to be like a um it needs to be like an episode of Price is Right. Yeah. Every segment has a little 
intro thing with crazy sound effects. I don't even know if they do that on the prices right, but that's just that's what's popping into my head. So and a new car. <laughs> yeah, we can give out a new car too. Um, but Kirk, let's start with you. What have you been watching, my friend? And and of the things that you are watching, if it's just one thing, if it's multiple things, is it popped or is it not? Mm, yes, yes. I have been consuming so many, so many movies that I can't even tell you. You know, when we started this thing, I wanted to keep track of everything. I wanted to, uh, you know, write a notebook and just put everything down. But sure. I did not because I consume so much, uh, so much movies and TVs that as soon as I'm done with something, I start something else. Like I can't contain myself. I am 100% an addict. So I'm just going to stick to one right now because otherwise it'll take me an hour to remember everything. But the biggest thing I'm watching right now, and I'm only two episodes in, is Barry. Yes. Yes. Yes, Kirk. Finally. <laughs> finally. 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 Yes. Three, three years after it premiered, I am in. <laughs> Man, that warms my heart. Yeah. It really does. That really, that really, wow. That is just great. That is great. So tell me about your experience, Kirk. I have to hear. Absolutely. So we started it just the other night. Uh, my wife and I, we, we like to walk slash jog slash run on the treadmill. And we always want something to put on because otherwise, what what's the, what's the purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So we always find a show and we watch the last thing we watched was uh, the newsroom. Excellent. Yeah. And so now we're watching Barry with uh, with Mr. Bill Hader in it. Oh, and man. First episode, uh, I was mostly locked in. It was a, there was a, a few shaky moments. Um, but by episode two, I mean you're 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 ready. I, I hope this thing goes on for like eight seasons at least, because if they can carry the narrative that long, I'm in. Uh, Bill Hader is a remarkably fantastic actor. So uh, good. I mean, I always knew he was just extraordinary in as at a comedic level. But oh my gosh, you you get these poignant, uh, dramatic moments in this series. So far, episode two. And it's it's kind of mesmerizing. So it just points to the fact that com uh, comedians out there, they really like if you have a, a, a native comedian mind, let's call it that, uh, or an original comedic mind, you really feel all the things uh, more than anything else. And there's just some true pain in there that he's surfacing up as he's going through going through the show. So my yeah. rating. You want my it's rating here. now or later? I want it now. It's popped. It's yes. so popped. That's what I like to hear, man. I love That's it. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. I, I mean, comedy, if like some, some of the best actors ever have a comedic background, like they start there. That's kind of like the proving ground for a lot of really good actors. And I feel like that is still the case to this day. And, you know, we talk a lot about Marvel Studios because they're everywhere and everybody loves what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They are known for picking up on little comedies little sitcoms finding people snatching them out of there and turning them into stars i mean they continue to do it over and over again so my bold prediction about bill Hader for has been for a while or really since i started barry is that the dude is going to win an oscar someday i just really yeah. i really feel it he's 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 got that level and i don't even think it's been tapped into yet so i think it's going to be i don't know barry's just the tip of the iceberg for him i think it's going to be amazing things in the future and just yes. wait man i can't wait i can't wait for you to go through this journey it's such a beautiful such a beautiful thing so happy for you thank you all right i guess i should go now um i'll tell you there is a show that i have not stumbled upon i was aware of it but um i kind of like didn't really like i didn't ever expect myself to watch it because it just felt like one of those shows that i was like see in passing 
anyway, I'm going on for too long on this. I found it. The mayor. Oh, it's not the mayor. Sorry. Screwed up the title. <laughs> mayor of Easttown. Mayor of, of Easttown. Excellent. M-A-R-E. It's on HBO um, or HBO Max for those of you that have that subscription. Starring Kate Winslet. This is this show has an incredible cast. Kate Winslet, Gene Smart, Julian Nicholson, Andrew Rice. Um, for those of you who have seen The Nice Guys or obviously the Spider-Man Homecoming, she yes. is uh, she is Ned's girlfriend in the second movie, uh, Far From Home. She's like is the the like blonde popular girl mm-hmm. um it's got evan peters who is just acting his tail off in this show who i love and guy pierce um who we were just talking about last week so i it, it, this show has been such a pleasant surprise like i don't know i just didn't hear much chatter about it so i didn't know if it was actually good or if it was just one of those hbo shows that's kind of like in one year, out the other. Like I, I see it and I'm aware of it, but I don't watch it. Quantity but, over quality. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. We decided to give it a try because my wife and I are big time lovers of detective fiction. I love detective fiction. It's so fun. And this show is just a classic murder mystery type thing. Um, Kate Winslet's incredible. I've always thought she's such a good actor. Evan Peters, man, just great. Um, they're five episodes in out of seven. So, and episode five was an absolute just barn burner. Like they, Mm -hmm. I was floored by it. So check it out. I mean, if you, if you were like me and you're like mayor of Easttown, what is that? I don't really know. You got to check it out. It's, it's super fun. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And would you, would you give it a popped or an unpopped? It's popped. It's way popped. It's way popped. I've got two episodes left. Obviously there's only five that have aired so far. So if you watch all of them, you'll be caught up with me and the rest of the world. And it airs uh, Sunday nights on HBO or on HBO max. If you have that subscription. So can't recommend it enough. It's a good one. That's amazing. There's two seasons of Barry out now, right? Yes. And season, I I believe, uh, and I don't have this pulled up, so I could be misremembering it but i believe that uh bill Hader said that seasons three and four are written but they just haven't been able to produce because of covid wow um so they were just kind of like waiting for the the right time to do that here's my goal because we also we, it was between it kind of like laid down between mayor of east wood wood win east oh town. gosh east i should know this yeah, yeah. i mayor see east, it mayor of east town. i'm really good at talking about movies and tv shows <laughs> um and then Barry. So we decided on Barry because we knew it had, we knew the results of Barry, right? So we're still waiting. Jury's still out. So that's going to be next. Uh, So we have two weeks to finish. That way we can just binge them all in one night is my goal and hope. Yeah. And Barry will go quick for you. Barry will go real quick. Um, But yeah. And then next I'm going to turn my attention to a bunch of movies. We got a bunch of, man, we're back. The movies are back. I keep saying it over and over again. I'm a broken record, but the movies are back. So we have tons of fun stuff in the hopper yep. um, this weekend army of the dead hits Netflix. That's the Zack Snyder zombie film starring Dave Bautista. Um, next weekend, Cruella hits theaters as well as, wow. um, Oh gosh, what's the other one? A quiet place Two. a quiet mm-hmm. place to part two hits theaters. So gonna, gonna watch the first one and then go watch the second one. Um, it's on man. It's on. And then, and then the, the week after that is, uh, we get, Loki and in the heights in the heights is coming as well, man. We're like that close. We are literally like three, four weeks away from that stuff. So that's insane. That's insane, man. uh, You hear about 
hot girl summer. This is hot film summer. I think ooh, ooh. this 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 year. Um, is that what the kids are saying? Is it? I'm like the the um, Steve Buscemi. How do you do, fellow <laughs> fellow yeah. kids? Uh, Cam, don't be a, a cr- <laughs> don't be Krugy. Is that the term on the the word on the street? Have you heard what? Of this term? Oh, I've not yeah. heard that. Krugy. Oh, yeah. It's either and see, I don't. I'm not even hip enough to know how it's pronounced. It's either Krugy or Krugy. I think oh, it's boy. Krugy. We sound so old. Yes, we this are. Is be bad. I believe it's C R E U G Y. So when uh-huh. you start to talk about things like that, you're super Krugy. You know. Start to talk about things like what? Like things that were um, nostalgic <laughs> for us that aren't cool. Oh, that makes sense? oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I Pokemon, like. still cool. Um, going to the movie theater, cool. Going to the mall, Krugy. Yeah, sure. Krugy. That's yeah, right. Definitely. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh we failed that one. I, I thought I was I thought I was hip, man. I thought I was young. I I'm on I'm on TikTok, so I do all the I'm I'm trying to stay cool, but that one slipped right through my radar, Krugy. Search so. for it. Search for it so we can get like a full urban dictionary next yeah. week on it. Yeah, that'd be great. I need to. I need to. Okay. Without further ado, we got a lot of news to get to. Let's pop it up, shall we? Do it. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to play some music if I can remember where it is. There we go. All right, what's popping? Let's talk. We got we got some stuff. This is an interesting week of movie news and and so interesting like the stories don't really i always like to have it flow a little bit and i don't feel like that flow is going to be there this week so you guys just going to have to bear with me that's all let's start with the one that stole the headlines today tuesday may the 18th and that is dear evan hansen trailer out of the blue out of left field out of nowhere we got this trailer for those of you who don't know what Dear Evan Hansen is, if you're not into musical theater, this is this was a huge, huge musical. I mean, shortly after Hamilton, um, this one stole the show and and was scooping up Tony Awards. It's uh, the songs are written by Pasek and Paul, who, if you recognize those names, those for those of you who are fans of The Greatest Showman or La La Land, they wrote the music for those movies. Um, so if you like those songs, there you go. And this movie has a stacked cast that boasts Ben Platt, who is in the original Broadway cast, um, Caitlin Deaver of Unbelievable fame and of Booksmart fame, uh, Amy Adams, I don't need to give her resume, we all know that name, and Academy Award winner Julianne Moore, among others. So Kirk, we got our first look at it today. Nice, long, three-minute trailer. What's your initial reaction? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I was crying to the trailer I, I've, I've been really I've been really in touch with my uh, my dramatic side recently uh, on Sunday I was I actually like had tears streaming down my face because I was so overfilled with joy at a, at a certain time and legit tears tears in my eyes watching this trailer uh, I just remember sitting in the theater watching this come to life uh, listening to the soundtrack watching all the the performances from the oh the original Broadway cast this movie is going to be incredible, so incredible. So thank goodness we have the, the right actors in the right place. It really doesn't seem like anyone is miscast or uh, just wrong for it. They just all seem so perfect. And I, I just can't wait to, to see this come out. And I'm going to see it in theaters. And I'm going to buy it the moment I possibly can, even if it's bad. It, but it won't be. It won't be. <laughs> well, you know the music will be good because, yes. well, the music in the the original show is incredible. You and I got the pleasure of seeing yes. it at the Fox, the fabulous Fox theater here in St. Louis 
Missouri and loved it. I mean, rave reviews. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was one of the most emotionally dynamic shows I've ever been to. Yeah. And the movie trailer looks like what I expected. So I have to agree with you. I mean, listen, the elephant in the room is that Ben Platt is 27 <laughs> years old. Okay. Um, and, and that is what it is. They're, they're certainly not the first people to do something like this. Hello. Uh, One tree Hill. Hello. I mean, Saved Freddie by the Prince Bell, Jr. Dawson's <laughs> like, Creek. Anything he was cast in in the 90s. I mean, yes. come on. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you can poke fun at it. it. It is what it is, okay? He he does look a little old for a high schooler. It's the magic of cinema. But they were in a tough position because it had to be Ben Platt. It had to. He's His voice defines that musical for me personally, just speaking mm-hmm. personally. His voice is impeccable him singing those songs is what you hear in your head and that was my main concern going to see it in uh at the fox but luckily we got a great performer there so all was well but if it wasn't going to be ben platt it needed to be the guy that we saw on the tour he was so good yeah and so but ben platt has the benefit of having cinema background his dad's an executive producer of films uh pga so um this was this was right. Like you said, all the right casting is there. I think it's going to be good. We can all look past the fact that Ben Platt's 27 years old. We we can. We can we can get through it together and it will hopefully be a very good movie. I thought the trailer was good. So, indeed. indeed. Excited for that one. Time and, machine. Yeah, Time Machine 2 September 24th for those of you wondering. That one's going to be only in theaters September 24th. Man, it's great to hear only in theaters again. I I I'm Again, broken record. I just, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that all these things are coming back. All right, next big one, and this is a big one. This is going to take some. I'm going to have some splaining to do, like yes. uh, you know, Ricky Ricardo. So we'll see. <laughs> um, so let's get let's get technical, shall we? Um, okay, so we have a merger. That's right. We have a big merger and acquisition. This time it's Warner Media and Discovery. Hmm? Warner Media and Discovery. That's right. And this is a complicated one. All right. So here's what happened ATT is spinning off its Warner Media branch, which is all of the HBO content, all the Turner content, all the Warner content. It's all going to Discovery who will envelop that into its network of programs, which includes, you know, HGTV. They, they have all kinds of stuff, Food Network, um, a lot of like lifestyle type stuff. Um, and the way that this is gonna work is that it's an all stock merger, which is pretty rare actually. And what is actually happening is that AT&T is selling Warner Media to Discovery, but AT&T will still own 71% of the new company that is formed. So, but, AT&T in this capacity will act a little bit more like a holding company and not like they're not going to have their hands in it, right? So this Mm -hmm. is going to be Discovery CEO is expected to take over of the new company and the Warner Media CEO is negotiating his exit. Um, This will not happen immediately. It's going to happen over the next couple of years. I think 2022, 2023 is when we're going to really look out for this. Um, it's a complicated deal and they have to do the antitrust stuff. They have to do all these things, but what we will be left with is HBO max and all of the stuff that you get on HBO max and, and discovery plus will effectively 
belong to the same group. And so I don't know if we're going to get some sort of hybrid platform. You would expect that to be on the roadmap down the line or at least two more refined platforms with a nice distribution a la Disney Hulu, you know, Disney yes. plus Hulu. So yes. I think that's what we're kind of building towards here. But Kirk, I want to, now that I have explained the boring stuff, want to get your take on this uh, proposed deal. Hmm, yes, uh, that is one of the most confusing things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Apologies. Even, even though you explained it so perfectly, like I am I am shamefaced because you, you so beautifully executed that, but I was just uh, uh, counting, counting numbers in my head. Like, what is the... What is the percentage of seventy one <laughs> uh, equated to? So, like, if if they own everything, but the CEO is coming from Discovery, like, do they have any real power? So many questions. They have power I'm, in the way that like board members have power, but they don't yeah. have power in terms of like like a president of a company they can't, would like, execute things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so okay, it's, all right. It, it reminds me of like when Disney bought. Um, when Disney bought Pixar, but and then Steve Jobs became the number one shareholder at Disney because of yeah. that deal, because he was involved with Pixar. It's basically right. it's it's similar to that in my head at least. Discovery is is Steve Jobs. Got it. Er. In this case, no. AT and T no. is Steve Jobs. In this case, <laughs> I was listening. I promise. Uh, so yeah, maybe we can get some. You know, when Quibi was on, we had the uh, the Will Forte comedy uh, with uh, they were like home renovators. And yeah. What, <laughs> yeah, man. But they like fell into like the 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 Mexican mafia and the cartel rather, and they were they had to renovate all the cartel members' houses. So I could see maybe maybe like a stepped up <laughs> version of that would be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe they revive it. I don't know because you know there are all the talks of of who who owns that now. I don't even remember. But is it stars? I don't even know. Roku was proposed Roku. to be owning it, but I don't know. I don't know where that lies. To be this honest. is a good chance for Discovery Warner to swoop in and get some of that beautiful Quibi stuff. Oh yeah, that's the great just, Quibi content that people are really clamoring for. That's right. That's right. So that's that's the only thing I think about is that show when I think about this deal. That's all I can see happening. Or the Property <laughs> Brothers finally get a dramatic film deal. That's also yeah. happening. The Property Brothers like start selling um, property in King's Landing and Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't. I don't know. It's going to be weird. It, it's it's a weird matchup. I was hoping and praying that Apple would would purchase uh, Warner Media. I just felt like that was a match made in heaven yeah. that would be mutually beneficial. So this one, I am selfishly a little bit against right off the bat. I, I'm just I'm curious to see the synergies between uh, these two content libraries because on the surface they're very different, and I don't know that the Chip and Joanna Gaines people are the same people who are watching Mayor of Easttown, and The Wire, yeah, uh. The Wire, The Sopranos, <laughs> Game of Thrones. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally misreading that, and I'm sure they have plenty of numbers to back it up. But um, you know, we we. In the long run, I think this benefits the consumer because consolidation is good for us, okay? Consolidation is good yes. for us people who absorb these things. It means less $5 monthly fees and more consolidated content libraries, and I don't think this is the last big merger that we are going to see. So, Correct. Um, cool. Well, that's that's Warner Media and Discovery. That was a doozy, a doozy doozy. Okay, next up on the list. 
We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again. That thing is Knives Out. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Knives Out because last week we were able to share with you guys that there was some new casting news there, um, including the additions of Ed Norton. I keep calling him Ed Norton. I guess Edward Norton is more preferred. Whatever. And... uh, and uh, what am I saying? Dave Bautista. Sorry. Ed yes. Norton and Dave Bautista joined that cast. And in the last week, we've gotten three new cast members to join the fold, including Janelle Monet. for those of you who have seen Hidden Figures, Moonlight, uh, Homecoming on Amazon Prime. If you guys watched right. season two, she was in that. Um, Catherine Hahn, who, of course, was Agatha all along in uh, WandaVision and is... Quickly and and appropriately climbing up the fame ladder. Yes. Um, she's an incredible talent. And then Leslie Odom Jr., Aaron Burr, sir, is is joining the cast as well. So Kirk, what do you think about these new additions? Are they are you more excited about it now? Are you still the same? What, what what's your read? Every single day they reveal a new actor and I get more and more excited. Like I, yeah. I feel like when they announced that um, Ed Norton was coming up. Me, see me too. Ed Norton, uh, when, he, when he was coming, I was like, "That's big," <laughs> you know. It not that big. the rest of them before that were big, but I was like, "That's pretty cool." And then you get Janelle Monae, who's like an A-list actress at this uh-huh. moment. You're like, "Okay, let's go." Leslie Odom Jr. coming in hot after his uh, big nominations to the Academy and over at the Golden Globes. Uh, I just think I think this is fantastic. Should we start guessing the villain, or do you think the villain has yet to be revealed? <laughs> Dude, my money's on Edward Norton. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm calling it, man. I just think it's got to be him. He's, he maybe he's the red herring. I don't know, but that's that's where my head's at. Yeah, yeah. If it's anything like the first film, which I don't know, will they will they try to keep a similar pattern where they drop the bread crumbs and you kind of know who it is? But if that's the case, I'm going Leslie Odom Jr. out out the gate. That's that's yeah. my guess. I know they dropped him today, so it's fresher, but I want it to be him because I'm like, come on. I'm so intrigued to see the aesthetic of this next movie because yeah. the first movie, like this will, this is a series, but it's a series about different, you know, murder investigations. So we're not going to have the same aesthetic as like, maybe we probably won't have like the affluent author type manner that we had in the first movie. I would expect we'll get something totally different. So um, that's what I'm excited for. Like yeah. I'm excited about all these cast members, but also excited to see where, uh, our director creator Ryan Johnson goes uh, with the aesthetic and and the creative direction here because I think that's going to be really interesting and I'm I'm kind of nerding out about it. It's going to be fun. Beautiful. All right, so let's jump into our next few stories. I got a couple of quick hitters here. Um, for those of you who enjoyed, what was it, 2019 or 2020, The Lighthouse? The Lighthouse. Oh my goodness! I think I, we were in the theater. Yeah, so it's got. I mean, we were definitely in the theater, so probably 2019 or maybe early 2020. I think it was, yeah, either late 2019 or early 2020 for sure, because it was, uh, you know, very independent, a very independent film, but it did hit like regular theaters. So, yeah. um, can't quite remember when we were watching that. I remember watching it. I was one of two people in a movie theater. I remember that. And it was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, word. I was in a similar situation. But uh, for those of you who like that movie, the Eggers brothers were the ones behind that film. And Robert Eggers has a new film coming out called The Northman that got a 2022 release date. We're waiting on more details on the exact date there. But this cast that he's got is shaping up nicely. Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, 
of uh, the Queen's Gambit fame. Uh, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, and Bjork. I don't know if yeah. Bjork's been in a film before, but I was like, huh, what? This is <laughs> this is cool. Let's get weird. <laughs> Let's check. I, I got to know that for sure about Bjork. <laughs> because Bjork like, has like an extensive filmography that I'm just like not privy to. That would be... That would actually make me really happy, and then I would immediately leave this recording and go watch all of the Bjork films right after this. Okay, get ready. Survey says... <laughs> well, her soundtrack is just so giant that I can't find it. Actress, oh. this is going to blow your mind, but I think it's mostly music videos. She has 67 <laughs> <No>. acting credits. <laughs> oh, man. Now I look like a fool. <laughs> but I believe they are 99% her music videos at a quick glance. At a quick glance. So, Darn you, Bjork. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be cool. Uh, I'm a I'm just a huge fan, huge fan of that Anya Anya Taylor Joy girl. Yeah. I, I just Woo! she she, she just is uh, a, a star in the making or well, she already is a star. I mean, she's, yeah. she's big time. She's like a like a. Uh, I have no description. I have no description. She's like <laughs> I'm one of those exploding stars. Exploding stars, exploding kittens, exploding socks. Word association, I, go. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I just think that uh, looks like she's top billing. Um, she or top star on this cast, mm-hmm. and that's because she's probably going to dominate this movie. Excellent oh, yeah. cast for her to play with. Um, some some pros in this for sure. It's going to be super weird and super exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple other quick hitters. Enola Holmes 2 is on the way. I doubt that will be the title of the film, but there is an Enola Holmes sequel with Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill returning for that. So that, oh, we got a comment. The Lighthouse released October 2019. So we were, Thank you. we were correct, but we gave ourselves a really broad range so that we could not be correct. That's, That's the right. key. For the, any That's of right. you guys trying to pick up on some tips, there's a little pro tip for you. Just be like, uh, I think it came out between late 2017 and early 2021. Just somewhere in that, <laughs> somewhere in that region. Um, anyway, so Enola Holmes, the sequel. If you guys did not check that one out, that was sort of a under the radar release during the sort of the height of the pandemic here in the U.S. Um, check it out. We reviewed it. You can find our episode on it. It was great. Spoiler alert. We really liked it. We, we both really liked it. So definitely excited to see it get a sequel and excited to see Netflix building out its lineup of multi-film franchises right before our eyes between Knives Out and Nola Holmes. Maybe maybe our zombie film. Uh, what's it called again? Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Um, maybe we got a couple franchises coming to Netflix, which is what Extraction, they need. Extraction, The Old Guard. You know, oh, they got yeah, man. rolling. I think yeah. Bright, even though it was terrible with Will Smith, that's getting a sequel, you know, yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all Should those be, things. Yeah, it's good. Good for Netflix. <laughs> As if they need any other good news, they're just—they're always crushing it. Um, this is us. Sad, sad day for you. This is us fans. It is coming to an end with season after season six. Kirk, are you still watching? This is us. You know, I ditched out on it because this season it got too real. It got too real. Uh, I think season they made, five is that what it is? That's right. I think they made. Unfortunately, I think they made a mistake. I think they should have taken this year uh, to be like in a regular world and then. Uh, and as my wife says, take this year to be a regular world and then have the time to write about it in the pandemic as the next year. You know, when I watch TV in the pandemic, I wanted an escape, an escape. Oh, was this season pandemic season? 
Yes, they opened up the season wearing masks, like oh, turned around. No. Oh, man. And and poorly, poorly at that. They would actually walk up to people in masks and then take their masks off to speak to people when there was no vaccine ever finalized. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. like, obviously on set, they were clear, they were tested, they were safe, but they did it incorrectly it was it was terrible oh, that's not good uh, so i i feel bad because there's a lot of great actors on that show um sterling k brown really got uh thrusted into the spotlight because of that show uh but i wish the best for everyone as they go on their separate ways i think it's time that show has played out uh it's it's special special time on tv yeah it was big for a long time and not very many shows even get to that point so you guys got to give them credit and maybe it's maybe like you said maybe it's time to send that horse out to pasture um that's right all right here's one man this one i love this this is the joke that never stops being hilarious (laughs) (laughs) we got release dates for all four of the planned Avatar sequels, that's right, on the Avatar website, which if, if you guys want to poke around something, that is a fun place to kind of poke around. Uh, the Avatar website, avatar.com, I believe, is the URL there. Stop they it. released they released um, release dates for all of the sequels. Are you ready for this, Kirk? I want to make sure you get your Palm Pilot out here and record these <laughs> dates so that you can be ready to go because I know you're going to be chomping at the bit. All Who right, knows? Here we by, go. The, by the time all these come out, Palm Pilot will be back. <laughs> <laughs> it will be because everything that is old becomes new again. Yes. Um, okay, December 16th, 2022. That's Avatar 2. Mm-hmm. Avatar 3, December 20th, 2024. Avatar 4, December 18th, 2026. Avatar 5, December 22nd, 2028. How? Okay, let's play this game. How many of these four release dates stay constant? How many, like, how many of these stay to the point where, like, those movies are out in theaters on that date, no earlier, no later? Yeah, I, I'm just going to go talk to, you know, the cult that come, pops up every couple of years that says the end of the world is this. I'm going to yeah, yeah. go to them and figure out what's going on with those. Definitely those last two are not going to be those exact dates. That's not going to happen. I think we're going over four. I think yeah. we're going over. <laughs> and, and and the the closest in one is only next year. And I still think we're hit, not hitting that date. I just yeah. really don't. I just don't see it. The number that I'm really fascinated about here is that you posted an incredible meme, my friend. An absolute just banger. I mean, it's up to 217 likes on Instagram. I mean, check this. Check that number. Check it out. It's so good. Oh, someone's texting me. It's so... (laughs) Hello, wife. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Uh, uh, I just think that... uh, Yeah, I, I like that. Your math is probably better. Um, I like to guess on lots of things, and I'm usually wrong. So you are probably 100% that meme, correct. That meme came to me in a dream. It was. Ah. It's up on the screen now for those of you watching the stream. It's. It was like divine intervention. It just <laughs> my. I had an out of body experience, and the meme just created itself. And so, oh, um, man, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely you. beautiful. I really appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Avatar. We'll always poke fun at Avatar. And listen, listen. The first movie's not a bad movie, but this whole this whole theater around all the Avatar movies... In fact, I just came back from Disney World, uh, humble brag, where I got to take in Pandora and loved it. I've I've done it three times now, and I I enjoy it. I like the rides, I like the area, I like the I like the world building. It's all good, but like, bro, it came out in two thousand nine. The yeah. sequel is coming out 
in 2022, right? Presumably, and then will be quickly followed by four, by three others after. I just like I don't understand this series at all. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, how old is James Cameron? Let's just uh, <laughs> let's just check into that. You know what I'm they're saying? Gonna, is, they'll he's... they'll cryo freeze his brain if if he. Uh, they're like, we must protect the Avatar verse at all costs. <laughs> I mean, not that you know, people are living longer, and he's Canadian, right? So, right. but he is 66 years old as of uh, uh, right now. Right. He'll be he'll right. be 67 in a few months. So. They'll we'll be pushing see. it when when 2028 uh, Avatar Five rolls around, but it's all good. It's Jim Cameron will never die; he'll live forever, and will continue to make Avatar movies for the rest of his life. That's that's the real thing. Um, I think he's going to figure out the Futurama headless, yes, like, the cryo thing. freeze, the cryo chamber. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, and we'll have just heads just like ready to like talk to all these great minds. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay, I got one more last one. This is I'm springing this on you. We didn't talk about it, but I forgot about it. Attack the Block is getting a sequel. The 2011 oh. film that launched John Boyega into the limelight, Attack the Block. Um, this is one of these movies. I don't. If you guys haven't seen it, well, first of all, our original director Joe Cornish is coming back as well as John Boyega. Um, this is one of those films where it's like shouldn't have worked, but it did. You know, yeah. like it. 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 The. The premise of the movie is that aliens come down and attack like a low income area and there is like a street gang there with John Boyega that has to like protect the world and it's awesome it's just like it shouldn't work but it totally does and it's great um, that's amazing that's one I've not seen I've not oh, seen this you gotta, you gotta check it out it is one of those it's one of those movies that you're like this cannot be good but then it is uh, <laughs> it's it's awesome it's awesome um, okay I think that's it. I think that's it for what's popping. So let's uh, let's pop it up one more time. Pop it, pop shall it, pop we? it, pop it, pop, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Popcorn for Breakfast. Our executive producer is Ryan Spriggs, and our original music is by Rhetoric. You can check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. We are on Facebook at Popcorn the Number Four Breakfast as well as Twitter and Instagram at PFB underscore podcast. Check the description to find out how you can connect with us on Discord, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Twitch. If you like this episode, please subscribe, like, comment, rate, or review. And if you want more, you can find all of our episodes and videos on popcorn4breakfast.com. We'll see you next time. 